Hello, everybody, and welcome to Drinking in the Pen. First of all, I want to thank all of you for being so patient while there are so many lapses in between recordings. But I assure you there's a good reason. Most of it is that when you're working on a TV series, it does require the majority of your brain, let alone if there's any other life factors that come into play while you're creating. So I guess today I just wanted to talk about that because people ask me on the regular um, how I stay so inspired and, um, you know, what's my trick? But there really isn't one. I just wake up every day and write. And when I struggle, which I have been, um, I have to take a minute away from it. And then I have to go back to it with a different set of eyes. I have to try something else. So let's just say, um, doing an adaptation, right? Now, of course, it's up to me to take the story outside of the original version and utilize my voice in this particular series, but I really have to have an in-depth understanding of who these people are. How do I identify with them? How do I relate to each one of them? And how are they real to me? And some of that process happens when I allow myself to become some aspect of the protagonist. I have to think about each character and how they relate to people I may have known or do know or experiences I've had growing up, especially when you're dealing with a family dynamic. All of that comes into play. But when you sit down to write, as much as I'd love to say, there are, don't get me wrong, I have days where I can sit down and it just pours out. But sometimes, especially when you've been looking at the same project for months, it is hard to see it through fresh eyes. And so as a result, I'm not working in the same place. I have to start at the end. And this was a suggestion of the executive producer and showrunner of another series, but that is incredibly successful and her input was invaluable is I do need to figure out where it ends and how, how it ends so that I can actually figure out how we get there. So that's what I'm doing today is I'm taking a backseat from trying to start at the beginning because I'm struggling with from the beginning. And then I already know the beginning because I finished the pilot already, but I have to get to the end of season three. I need to figure out what happens, how the show wraps itself up, and then kind of work from that pace forward. So today I am approaching it from a different perspective. And so how I stay inspired is to listen to the advice of others when it is important, to get out of my own head, to stop as they say, eating your babies, right? Which is when you constantly repeat the same action, which as we know, Einstein said is the definition of insanity when you do the same thing, expecting a different result. And in writing, you have to change it up constantly because if you don't, you get stuck in a cycle that no longer produces work that's exciting. And that means it's not exciting to you as much as it's not exciting to the reader or the studio or the producers or the talent. And you don't want that. Like you want everything to seem raw and new and and refreshing. And so I think for me, the difference in doing an adaptation versus creating something that exists solely in my brain is I have to remember that this idea started from someone else's creative mind. And while the story has taken a different path than the original concept, the concept itself, the core of the concept is the same. And so what I have to do now is put my spin on everything, right? Which I definitely did with the pilot. I, the pilot is a completely different pilot than, than the original. Um, 
and that is I'm grateful for that. I think the only things that have stayed the same are the names of the characters um, and maybe like some situations. But that creative freedom has given me a launch pad, right? But now that I'm sitting down to do the series Bible, it means I have to flesh out the, I did the pilot, so the pilot's done. So that that summary is going to be pretty easy. But I have to summarize now episodes two through 12 for the season, for season one. And then I have to summarize in a one sheet seasons two and season three because this is a this is a um a three season series and that's it and so I'm constantly reevaluating my approach and so I've been really struggling with trying to get these ideas out because as I said in addition to the stress of doing something really fun and exciting and being able to live your dream there's still external factors at play here like I don't know parenting and relationships and life and you know, my car broke down. <laughs> you know, like there's normal things that happen that come up. And so having to remove myself completely from allowing that stuff to come in is not so easy, but it is a skill set and it's not impossible to do, but it takes some time. So I guess today my, my whole point is, is how do I stay inspired? I, I mean, I figure that if I can't find inspiration outside, I've got to find it within myself. And the only way to do that is to change my approach to how I write and what projects I'm doing And when you find yourself stuck, which we all find ourselves stuck at some point, even if we refuse to admit that, um, when you're stuck, you have to start looking at it from a different perspective. You've got to maybe take your lens of judgment off or the self-doubt that's deep down in all of us and kind of root it out and then think, okay, but you're on this project because they totally believe in you, which is true. And I have to be reminded of that. I have to remind myself of that, that I'm on this project because they really believe in my abilities as a storyteller. And I know the protagonist so clearly. And I know the other characters so clearly because they are pieces of people that I I know or grew up with or are related to. And um. And so there's little bits of truth in everything. And just remember that we can't write. There's no way we can just create fabrication. It doesn't work because it reads as dishonest. And who wants to read that? That's boring. That's also just a really crappy project. And so right now I'm learning in this process of doing something that I've never done before is to try to understand the why behind the story. And I am going to take the advice that I was given and I'm going to start at the finish line. So I'm going to today work on season three and what happens in season three and then figure out how I connect the dots from seasons one to three and do it in a way that makes sense, that I feel proud of. And that's, you know, again, we all have an internal dialogue and and somehow, like I said, those external factors play into what we're doing creatively and I'm really good at turning pain or grief or frustration or whatever into something productive but sometimes it takes a little while to get those wheels spinning and and it's 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 been a few days where I'm like god I just I really need to understand what's happening in the story I know when it when it comes it's going to come like in a, a huge swell like a wave right like if you look at waves when you're watching the ocean and it's like all these tiny little swells kind of are there, but they're building up to this big, perfect wave. And right now I'm watching white caps and I'm at the stage where I'm starting to see the swell come in, but they're still, um, not full barrel waves, which if you live in Southern California, you'll understand that metaphor. If you don't, you probably won't, but 
the beauty of a good wave is you wait for the perfect barrel um, because then that gives you the ability to ride and ride it with ease. And it's between you and the wave. And that moment is why surfers surf. That moment is why people like me love the ocean because you cannot deny the power of mother nature and the ocean. The ocean is by far the most magnificent and frightening um, aspect of nature. And yet I am drawn to it like I can't explain. And so the reason I say that is because that's how I feel about writing. I am drawn to it in ways I cannot explain, in ways that cannot be spoken away or, or you know, I don't, I don't really understand it. It's a calling. I get it. I embrace it. I fully understand it. Um, and I'm always learning from it about myself, about life, about others, about just the process of creating. And so <clears throat> I hope any of this is helpful, but I guess if I can summarize it in little bullet points in case you're taking notes is if you are doing a series Bible, um, and say you've written a successful pilot and I'm grateful because the studio has accepted the final pilot. It's good to go. As far as I know, we aren't doing any polishes and now that's ready. And so the next on the agenda is this series Bible, which right now is actually not a full series Bible. It's more of a, a sales pitch format. And so the steps on that are um, a log line, a very short summary of the series, and then an extended summary, which is about a three to five page document that lays out the first season in completion, and then a single page summary for what happens in season two, and a single page summary for what happens in season three, and then you do character bio breakdowns, um, and those have to be pretty straightforward. We're not doing um, shooting character bios, so we're not, you know, I do have five page bios for each character, but that's for when you're actually in production and you need to give that to the cast. But I think understanding that there's steps to be taken um, and it doesn't mean that you have to do them in order. Oh, and then of course you're sorry. Then you have to do the episode breakdown. So um, in season one will be 12 episodes and I work differently probably than some writers. I actually name the episode first so that I can understand where I'm going. It's kind of like, for me, a, a grand marker. And then, um, it's like the, the building has been built and now I just figure out how I'm supposed to put it all together. Um, it's more than the foundation for me. I kind of start at the top and then work my way down. So anyways, that's, that's really what's in a series Bible or a sales pitch format or sales format. Um, there's names and different names for everything in every studio functions differently, every production studio functions differently, but essentially this is what we're taking out to pitch to networks. I, I'll be pitching with a studio and that's very exciting and fun. So I really have to know my shit, um, inside and out. I've got to know this story inside and out. And so my inspiration comes from letting go, which isn't always easy. And just tackling it every single day, because if I chip away at it every day, I am making progress and progress is really the most important element of consistency. So in order to stay motivated and inspired, it's not, there's no magical like formula for that. You just have to make a choice, make that choice to sit down and work every single day to write, to evolve, to grow, because as anyone knows, relationships fall apart, families fall apart jobs fall apart when you are, if you are the person that is constantly in a state of evolution and you, you are always growing and trying to become a better version of yourself and you put in the work and you do all the work and you defer to people who know more than you to get the help that you need. 
If you're constantly growing, but the people around you are staying stagnant, you eventually will grow out of them. And that that is very true of writing. And with writing, you need to constantly be moving in a forward motion. You cannot keep using the same formula that you think works. You've got to be willing to change it up. You've got to be willing to allow someone or something <clears throat> to throw a wrench in your version of perfection because there's no such thing. And in that sort of disassembled chaos is where the beauty lies. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys today is what inspires me is realizing that sometimes I need to look a little deeper. But the key to anything is consistency. So make sure when I say write every day, I realize that you're not going to write masterpieces every day. None of us do. But if you write every day, you're flexing the muscles in your brain, you're flexing your creativity, you're giving life to a part of yourself that desperately needs attention. And that that is where your growth happens as a person and as a writer and as a creative and as a visionary. So I hope all of this helps. Thank you again so much for being so patient and lovely. And um, I promise when I record uh, the f- next season, I'll just do it when I know I have a break <laughs> so I can record everything all for you. Um, but I am hoping to have some guests on. I think it would be nice to talk to other writers. So until then, I hope that you are um, learning a little about yourself as a writer and embracing you know, the notion of constant change. So just remember, trim the fat, trim the fat, trim the fat. And that means to don't allow yourself to get stuck in the cycle of perpetual nothingness because that can happen. And you have to remove yourself from that cycle by simply being open to changing everything that you thought you knew. And I know that sounds scary because some people don't embrace change. But if you really, truly want to be good at what you do and good at your craft, change is your best friend. Change is the only constant in every element and aspect of who we are as human beings. Remember that change is the only constant. So if you're, if you're um, resistant to it, you will get left behind. Progress is inevitable. So while we see the world trying to stop it, it's not going to stop it. Progress will always win because it's just the nature of evolution. So that's so true for creativity. And I hope that again, against all hope that you stay inspired and that you inspire yourself when you need to and defer to others when you need inspiration outside of yourself. So that's all I've got for today. This has been another episode of Drinking in the Pen. I'm not actually sure what episode this is, but I'll figure it out in a second. You can always reach me at Don Garcia on Instagram. Um, if you have questions, I'll do my best to answer them. You can email me through my website at dongarcia.com. And I'll, I'll Twitter too, if you really want to. Um, there's a screenwriting platform on Twitter and you can reach out to me there at A Taste of Dawn. So that's all I got. I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful rest of your week. And I will see you on the flip side. This is Don Garcia and you are listening to Drinking in the Pen. Thanks. Bye. We'll